welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the end-to-end football podcast, episode number 39. You're here with me, myself, Stuart. And once again, I'm here to talk about some football and a West Ham loss standard at the moment. Kuda, you're in the same boat as me, actually. How's it going, fella? (laughs) Yeah, back to normal, mate. Back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And my arch nemesis for today's episode, Sean. I know it's going splendidly. How's it feeling? Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> right. I really don't want to talk to you, I have to say. But anyway, <laughs> let's get <laughs> let's get to the weekend's results. So we had Huddersfield versus West Brom. That was a 1-0 win for Huddersfield. Newcastle versus Bournemouth. That was a 1-0 win for Bournemouth. Southampton versus Burnley. Another 1-0 win for Burnley. Swansea versus Brighton, 1-0 win for Brighton. Stoke versus Leicester, 2-2 draw. West Ham versus Liverpool, 4-1 to Liverpool. Today's games, Super Sunday, Tottenham versus Crystal Palace, 1-0 to Spurs. Man City versus Arsenal, 3-1 to Man City. Chelsea versus Man United was a 1-0 win to Chelsea. And Everton versus Watford, 3-2 to Watford. Wow, we. So where should we start? The one that's probably where are we going. Where are we going to start? Man City, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. They were fantastic. A class above, really. To be honest with you, anything else the Premier League has to offer. I mean, that is just what we was talking about just before we started this podcast. They are leaps and bounds better than anyone else, really. If you compare the two. It was ridiculously in favour of Man City. And to be fair, Man City were very, very good today. Arsenal were not at the races. I mean, Lacazette on the bench. Come on, Wenger. Wenger, what are you doing to this fella? I don't understand it. A big £50 million signing. And you leave him on the bench for one of the biggest games of the season. I mean, he come on and scored, proved his point. Oh, I just <laughs> you're running out of excuses for Arsene Wenger. I don't even think he's got any excuses for the for the decisions he makes anymore. It's it's getting atrocious, really. But the good things, I mean, Man City were like I said, a class above. De Bruyne back to his best after last week's lackluster performance. David Silva, the bald-headed torpedo, was definitely on form today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sane as well. He was he was magnificent. Aguero scored a penalty. That, that would do. That would do. Well done. Well done. This is what happens when you play a, a natural born goal scorer. But I suppose it doesn't help that Jesus came on and scored another tap in as well. <laughs> <laughs> but what, but I mean, what, what what about you, fellas? How did you see this game? But I, I'll just start with the lineup as well. I think I didn't quite understand what was going on with Arsenal because obviously, yeah, we know they're playing three at the back. But we, we obviously started off with um, Koscielny, Coughlin and Monreal. I'm not sure if Coughlin was a, playing as a centre-back or a midfielder. 
Because if he was a midfielder, then he would have been uh, sort of four at the back. But then why have you got Nacho Monreal as a centre-back right in the middle of Koscielny? I mean, that was an absolute, having a, night, a proper nightmare. And as you've mentioned already, why is Lacazette on the bench? It's just you know weird. What I mean? what? Why is Lacazette on the bench? I don't know. Because uh, is he trying to go for more pace? I don't know. What, what was he thinking? Like, we're going to try and hit them on a counter? Because them first 10 minutes... I thought Arsenal were actually playing all right. You know what I mean? They created a few chances. They had most of the possession. They were actually playing all right. Then, yeah, after that, <laughs> Man City just turned it on. But I know what you said, though. Man City are definitely a lot better than everybody else. But still in this match, I don't think Arsenal were ever really blitzed out of it. No, you know I mean, no, barring no, no, missing some chances, there was always an opportunity. City always gave them a, you know, a chance to come back into this game. But... You know, if the chances are falling to the likes of you all be and that, you know, and you're like, is <laughs> it on the bench? It's a bit stupid, you know what I mean? So that is, you know what I mean? And Giroud is a bit, uh, it's a bit nonsensical, really. But um, no, no I, I quite enjoyed this, you know, the quality of both sides. I thought, I thought, man, yeah, like you said, Man City were better. I don't think Arsenal were that bad, though. I think apart from some self-inflicted uh, team selections from Monsieur Wenger, as usual. But it's just, it, it- Again, for for Arsenal, I, I mean, there was a, a moment in the first half that I think sums up the two two teams' work ethics and probably the two managers' work ethics is when Sterling went through and he and he absolutely fluffed the pass to a uh, son. It was an easy <laughs> pass. I mean, my mum could have made that pass. It was it was that easy, and he fluffed it. And and Pep was he was absolutely yeah. flabbergasted. That <laughs> livid was definitely the word that that he he messed that opportunity up. And then moments later, Ramsey loses out in the midfield. And you've got Arsene Wenger there, and he doesn't even make any sort of movement or lead. He doesn't even look upset that these teams lost the ball in the middle of the park. <laughs> and it's just that sort of mentality is why Arsenal are where Arsenal are at the moment. And the mentality is why Man City is where Man City is at the moment. So I don't, I don't, you wonder, I don't see it changing. Can you ever see, like, you know, in the dressing room, Arsene Wenger really having a go at his players? No, Do you no. know what I mean? Because I reckon after this match, you'd have been well done, boys. We're always in the game, you know. But um, uh, what's it called? For the Jesus goal, you would have obviously he would obviously be saying that yeah. Silva was offside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Silva, you know, if that didn't happen, you know, we could have at least got a draw out of this game. Blah blah blah. And then they move on to the next match, not really looking at what's wrong with the team. Do you know what I mean? It's how we've been hard done by. Yeah, we've been alright. We played alright. Yeah, we've been, and that's how there's no accountability. Yeah, there's no accountability. There's no sort of trying to develop to see like, okay, we're doing this wrong. Because really and truly, I mean, uh, Ozil, oh my days. He, he looked like he just wanted he just wanted his transfer to happen tonight. <laughs> I mean, he wanted out of Arsenal today because he looked so wound up. He and definitely wanted before, out of the match. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. But even before his first yellow card, there was a bit where City were passing the ball around and, and, I, and I was looking at him and he was getting proper, proper peed off but <laughs> you know I mean? he was oh man he was he was not he was thinking man when can I leave these jokers because <laughs> they're just taking liberties I mean that D-Day you know I mean? is coming soon as well I mean th- let's face it there is there is a, a day coming around real soon where we're talking about Arsenal without Sanchez and without Ozil hmm. you know the thing is that this is where I will sort of um, I'll not, not, not necessarily defend Ozil but I will, I will say the reasons why and it comes to what you just said before about the manager. Because under Mourinho, he couldn't put in lackluster 
not tracking back or mm. not showing any fight kind of performance because he'd be out of the team. But under Arson, you know what I mean? He's just going to, you know, he can walk around, do whatever he likes and he's guaranteed a spot in the team. <laughs> but the players around him, rubbish. They're rubbish. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't make the right kind of runs. When he gives them the ball, they're absolutely useless. You know, Ramsey, oh, Mr. Squander of Chances, man. He's squandered so many chances. He's not good. He's not good. I don't care what anybody says. There's not enough money in the world that can convince me that Ramsey is a good player. Because he's not. He's bang average. And you know what is Ramsey as well? Bang average. It's one of them things where I I look at it this way. It's a numbers thing with Ramsey. He gets into good positions in a game, probably like, he probably has about six good chances in every game he plays. Which So that means, okay, he's good positionally. But how many of them times does he score? Do you know what I mean? He's just getting into the right positions all he the time. He fits lovely think, into your Giroud yeah. equation. He really does. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? He's got to squander how many chances before he scores a goal. So, you know, he will have a game like today. In the next game, he might score the first chance and then everyone's saying, oh, oh yeah, he's wonderful. Fantastic. He's this, he's that. Do you know what I mean? When really and truly he ain't. You know? mm. But, um, nah, Man City running away with it. Strolling to success. You know what I mean? They, they actually, for, for the good of the, in terms of entertainment, for the league, they need to lose. Yeah, we need them to get pegged back, <laughs> they, though. Yeah, they, they definitely need to lose. Because it's, it's just, you know, this is the kind of stuff you see in, in Scotland. You know what I mean? Chelsea just running <laughs> off with the thing. It's embarrassing, you know. No, I'm sorry, like, all these people just waffling on about the Premier League, this Premier League, that. But come on. you got a team here that ain't even lost a game in 11 games. Yeah. Literally just running off with it. This is the kind of stuff, you know, expecting La Liga and <laughs> Celtic and whatever. Do you know what I mean? But that is embarrassing, the amount of... Um, Publicity the the Celtic run is getting at the moment sixty nine. <laughs> I mean, come on, there's, there's, you don't even play any teams, and you're not counting your Champions League running that when you actually do come up against proper teams and see what happens then. But anyway, I think we've touched yep. anything. No, no, no. We've uh, before you go. Ne- oh, oh no, uh, we have not. Game. Go for it, Sean. Go I for think it. Also Sorry, Wenger, my, my apologies. He's, tro- he's trolling the fans. That's what he's doing in it. He's mocking the fans because he's. This is the second time he's left Lacazette on the bench for a big game. He done it against Liverpool. They got hammered, and he's come on today as a substitute for some reason. Decided to play no striker, and he's come on and got the goal that almost got them back into the game. But another thing I wanted to bring up was during the game. Did you see David Silva run around in a complete circle? In the middle of the pitch, and no one challenged him. <laughs> that was funny. The Man City fans definitely enjoyed that. One I as enjoyed well. that one. That was a exactly. mockery. <laughs> no, he goes to show it. Who's there? Who's there battling? You know, who's there fighting? I mean, at that point, I think Cochrane had come out of the team. The only player with any bit of any bit of sort of fight in him. Even Cojones. though he's do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he's he was all in, you know, and all these fat, uh, all these Arsenal fans singing about. Jack Wilshere should go back into the team. He's going to do this. Yeah, Jack Wilshere is a good player, but that's the least of your problems. You know what I mean? Jack Wilshere can start every game. You're still rubbish. You know what I mean? There's a lot more wrong with your club. You know, these are problems sometimes. You know when your player is not playing and your team is not really playing that well, that player just becomes, you know, the Mr. World Beater. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to relax with them talks there. You know, Jack Wilshere is not, is not an answer to your problems, Arsenal fans. Definitely really. not. Definitely not. But a, a problem... Today, almost forgot this because we almost moved yeah, on. I mean, you almost was moved on. Mr. Reliable himself. No, Nacho Monreal gets a lot of, you know, gets a lot of um, grief from Arsenal fans. But I think he's he's a, he's a decent player. Not in special, but he's a consistent player. He's someone that gives you that, you know, eight out of 10, seven out of 10 performance every game. But 
today wasn't in that not, game. Not he was today. Absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Absolutely, you know, the, the amount of times he was getting turned, the amount of times he was losing the ball, trying to, you know, do Cruyff turns in his own box. Stop it. You're, that is beyond your jurisdiction. And then the way he gave away that penalty as well, shocking. Absolutely. You're lucky not to get a red card because is that not a goal scoring opportunity? Yeah, yeah he should have got sent off. Yeah, unless if they, ch- if they change the rules or something because I don't know how he got a yellow card with that. That, that, that was, should be a red. But in any case, you're getting the L. You <laughs> <laughs> having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? Absolutely. Yeah. Having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 100% is definitely having a laugh. And like Sean said, I think Arsene Wenger's having a little laugh with the uh, Arsenal fans at the moment. Right. Yeah. We've definitely touched down on everything we need to touch down on on that game. So we will move on to everyone's rivals, Man United, Chelsea. And, well, Chelsea, Man United, to put it correctly. Chelsea with the 1-0 victory. And this game, surprisingly, wasn't a Mourinho ball fest. To begin with. Despite the score. Yeah, well, despite what the scoreline suggests. It does suggest that it might have been a boring game, but it definitely wasn't. The first half was was end-to-end football stuff, it has to be said. And um, Chelsea were lucky not to go a goal ahead in, what, the first three minutes or so? I think that should have counted. I think think that should have counted. You see challenges like that all the time in the box. And to rule it out, I think uh, Phil Jones definitely made the most of it. And... uh, Maybe deserves a little bit of an Oscar for the acting that came on Most afterwards. But... <laughs> 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 but I mean, Man United, I don't know, they were a bit lacklustre, to be honest with you. Chelsea were definitely the more, the more pressing, the more pushing team. I think they outnumbered them in the middle of the park as well. Definitely had more fighters in there. Babioko was definitely had had one of his best games in the Chelsea shirt. That's that's for sure. Kante missed a reliable back in the midfield. And uh, even Fabregas, who I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm a fan of Fabregas, but I'm not his biggest fan, if that makes any sort of sense. He, he does sort of leave a team a bit limp-legged. You know, he, he does, <laughs> just doesn't do all the jobs a, a, a Premier League midfielder needs to be doing to play the, the CM role. Leave him up front or, or CAM, sorry, then he's, he's fine, but... No, yeah, Fabregas needs a, he needs a lot of support, doesn't he? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It, it, it needs a not a lot of covering. You know what? To have yeah, to Fabregas, me, Fabregas was. Remember when he first started at Arsenal when he was seventeen, mm. and he was actually like almost playing like a defensive midfield at that time. Not yeah, really yeah. defensive, but like quite deep. He was pretty good, but he was box to box as well. That's that's, yeah, that's what yeah. he was good at. But he's he's he's, he's aging like milk, really. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like wine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, some players that age like wine, you know, he's aging like milk. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, the way the way he was, I thought he was positionally a lot smarter as a youngster than he is now. You know, obviously, physically, you're always obviously going to drop. That's what goes without saying. But I think his positioning was a lot better when he was at Arsenal. And the 17-year-old one, not like the later Arsenal one, <laughs> the younger one, when he first got into the team, he was he was actually quite tactically clever, but... Don't know what happened, right? <laughs> yeah, Maybe I mean, he was playing. I think all the Barcelona talk yeah, and yeah. Barcelona period got to his head, and he just <laughs> he lost it a bit. Boy, he lost it. I think he suffered the the Javi syndrome. You know, what I mean, once he started saying he's going to be the next Javi and all that kind of stuff, you know, I he don't need to, to stay run in his anymore. lane. <laughs> exactly, he forgot to stay in his lane. You're not a Javi, mate. Relax. But in mid, in terms of midfield, I think it's for me when you look at the, the way the two teams lined up, 
they lined up almost like like for like in terms mm. of formation. But um, what was interesting, obviously, is these guys had three midfielders, Kante, Bakayoko and Fabregas, whereas United really only had two with Matish and Herrera because Mkhitaryan playing CAM is a joke. That he's not a CAM. No. I mean, he should be playing wide somewhere, left, right, whatever it is. And it was goes without saying that they got overrun. Bakayoko, who... I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I can't decide whether he's rubbish or he's good. Yeah, you because know I mean? he gets depends what minutes you watch him in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because one minute he looks like he's all over the place, Mister Box to Box. He's looking real good. Then the next minute he's just fluffing. You know what I mean? He can't pass. His shooting looks absolutely oh, mate, atrocious. Oh, As a Premiership player, yeah, he looks- how did you sky that ball? You had no one. With like no pressure on you whatsoever, and you skied the ball. That was absolutely despicable. That miss that he took. <laughs> Him and Sissoko yeah. on the same training course for shooting, <laughs> yeah, definitely. For, for me, when I look at this, I think, I, I, I think um, Mourinho he, he got his lineup wrong. I think he definitely got his lineup lineup wrong. He should have probably put another midfielder on, taken off possibly one of Smalling or Jones. Yeah. Put on put on a put on an extra midfielder in there and force Mkhitaryan out into the wide positions. Do you know what I mean? Or or start start with um Martial at least, because that team that he had that set up there, it was it was definitely set up for the counter attack, obviously, but it didn't work because you know they, they started off trying to attack Man United and then realized, mm, yeah, <laughs> we're a bit loose. <laughs> we're looking a bit loose. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back and retreat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not good. What what about the goal then? I mean, we've seen probably a carbon copy of this already this season, about three or four different times. Aspilicueta swings in the ball for... Yeah, swings in the ball for Morata. Fifth times has happened. What a finish. (laughs) Fantastic header. Fantastic header. I mean, if Morata was as good at... As good with his feet as he's with his head, he'd probably be the best striker in the world. <laughs> right. And you know what? You know what it is? I am you know. so gutted that our other co-host is not here today because I would love to troll him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a shame we don't have our Man United correspondent here talking about this game. It would go on for a lot longer than it is going to go on for. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... But I have to say, like, if these are the two next challenges, well, we, and, and uh, Tottenham included as well, Compared to Man City, they might as well just hand him the title, mate. Because <laughs> you know, what I mean, it doesn't look like it, there's no comparison. There is no comparison between either of these sides and Man City at the moment. Zero seven. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I think you're right with that. I think the only one that's really going to give them a test to score goals is United because they'll defend the whole game. Obviously, they've beaten they've beaten Chelsea already, haven't they? Yep, beaten them one 0 didn't they? Man City. Who's that? Man City, yeah. And that should have yeah. been 5-0. No? Yeah, I don't... They I mean, absolutely Tottenham are a good team. I don't silly. know what they would bring. Nah, Tottenham will always yeah. do a Tottenham towards the end. I don't know what they? they would bring to this game, but I don't see no one really stopping it. But saying that, they're going to lose to somebody like Stoke or something like that. Burnley. Yeah, that's it. Well, they already wrapped up Burnley <laughs> a couple of times, actually. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, for the sake of the Premier League, like Kuda was saying, let's, let's hope, I mean, someone's got to peg them back up at, at some stage, hopefully, just to make it a bit more interesting. We sound a bit down on the Premier League at the moment, boys. That's not exactly. that. It's not very good. Exactly. That's not very good. Exactly. It's not very <laughs> exciting, mate. 
I mean, you've got one one team just running off with it. It's, it's not it's not good at all. I mean, back back to the game, back to the game. Hazard, well, what did you make of his performance today? We bigged him up last week a little bit. He did have a, a bit of a off and on game today. Had two good shots, maybe could have scored. But I thought I thought he's looking back to his best now after the broken angle, after the injuries. Like he's he's just getting back to to full fitness again. Shame it's going to be the international break next week for him. He does bits. Yeah, he definitely yeah, he looks a little better. Bits today, boy. Anyway. <laughs> he, he looked like the business. He looked, like you said, he's looking like he's back to his usual form now. Let's hope so. Anyway, for he just needs he just needs he just needs to goals. score think, yeah, more goals right. and give actually and give his end product. Sometimes you know what I mean because he, he's like he's the most probably possibly in the league the most difficult person to get off the ball. He's the most, <laughs> I mean, it looks like the only way to get him off the ball is 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 to yeah, foul him most, or whatever. That's why he's he gets the most, the most foul. It's, it's mm-hmm. madness the way he can hold on to that ball and you know jing past players and you know but he, he needs definitely needs more assists and more goals you know what I mean you know, for him to really hit the heights that, that he needs to be doing because I still think if it, I still think he hasn't reached his full potential you know what I mean and he's not getting any younger so you know we'll see how he goes <laughs> yeah it develops on develops on mm-hmm. right unfortunately I can't avoid it anymore we're gonna have to talk <laughs> about it we're going to have to talk about the dismal failings at the London Stadium. West Ham 1, Liverpool 4. Sean, it's only right before I put a downer on everything that I will give you the stage first. And let, let, let's hear about your boys scoring a load of goals against West where Ham. Do want, where do you want me to start? <laughs> Go anywhere you like, mate. Start from the start kickoff because it was all downhill yeah, pretty it was much. Down from where, where, did, <laughs> <laughs> where did Liverpool's first goal come from? Was that your corner as well? Yeah. So you look across the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you look was thinking, like leaving Sane and not so Sane, Mane and Salah free. Firmino wins the header. Ball comes out. Who's racing through on goal? Which is a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Firmino winning headers. Well, there you go. But he's won it. Who's racing through on your goal? Salah and Mane. What? What can you say? What a problem you had, dear Rondin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only it's only probably the fastest counter-attacking team in the, the Premier League and we leave our left back back. That's it. Just one player. Yep. But yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> and Mane squares it over to Salah. Salah takes a touch, thinks about which corner he should put it in. Probably thought about making a cup of tea. He had that much space and he tucks it in the corner. Right. The second goal. I mean, I thought Liverpool's defence was bad, but oh my days. The corner comes in. I don't know what your players were thinking. Boy, clearly they weren't thinking. The ball ends up at Maip's feet. And what do you know? He smashes that home. Whoop-de-doo. 2-0. Right. (laughs) Then it got to... I don't know who crossed it in for you, but all I knew I was bouncing around. I was fuming in my car because I was had it on in the <laughs> car and I was watching it and I was thinking, how did Gomez not stop that ball from going to Lanzini? But it did get to Lanzini. And he's controlled it. He's brought it down. And no, he didn't even bring it down. He just controlled it and he flicked it beyond that Muppet. 
Mingile, and he is a Muppet. I will get to him a bit later on. So he's flicked to beyond Mingile, 2-1. Now, 57 seconds later, the man like Ox. What does he do? Goes up and scores. My guy. <laughs> These are the. This is. I think he's he's starting to look like a better player now than when he was at Arsenal. And he's only he hasn't played a lot of games. Already. You know what? <laughs> it's, only, it's only his first start. I know, I know it's his first start, but I'm talking about you see. And you it's see, against West Ham. Yeah, even still, it's against. Just, I'll just put that out. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though even though it is against West Ham, I mean, watching him come on when he's coming as a substitute and seeing what he's doing. Because I remember when we signed him, all the Arsenal fans, oh, he can't cross, he can't do this and that. Well, I've been watching and I've seen him been crossing the ball and it's been connecting with players' heads. So whatever you lot are saying, I think it's a load of... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my dear. Now, on to the final goal. So, oh, Mane. Sorry, I was going to say Salah, but that's where it did end up. But Mane running through and goal. Coyote... Like, he was running, he kicked him down. All right, Mane's gone down. He's managed to pick himself up with no one around him, get up, get the ball back, and he's looked up, picked out Salah, and there's no one around Salah. What What was you lot thinking? I, I, don't, I just do not know. Salah's brought it down on his chest, had time to think about what he's going to do, and he's just rifled it into the... Corner, like I, I, I don't know what Eula was thinking. I thought, like I said, I thought we was bad defensively, but that was absolutely shocking Eula's performance yesterday. <laughs> and the thing is, saying, saying how we lot play, I can't believe you lot never played to like Andy Carroll's strengths because we're poor defensively. We only come on in the second half. We didn't, we didn't even start. Yeah. I mean, for, for for me, we we can't afford Hernandez in that sort of match. We need to play Carroll if Carroll's fit. Then you gotta play Carroll, and we can't afford a luxury player like Hernandez. He's he's a luxury that we can't afford. Finally, Bilic listened to me and left on Andre Ayew on the pitch and left <laughs> Arnautovic on the bench where he belongs. Unfortunately, he still won't listen to me about Joe Hart still playing in goal. Ridiculous, ridiculous. We'll we'll skip back to the third goal because that's the one I've got the most the most <laughs> beef with. Let me let's, let's put it that way. The most beef with. That's the one where Oxley Chamberlain scores. So he he fires a shot in. Joe Hart sort of clumsily saves it and does what he does best and fumbles it back into the oncoming <laughs> attacker. That's what he, I mean. That's how two of the goals came anyway. But <laughs> and he then just sits there and just starts laughing. And the, and the face he makes, the face he makes was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm going back to Man City after this. That's that's what the face was, and it really really wound me up. I don't like him. He needs to come out of goal. He's useless. Adrian is a better goalkeeper than Joe Hart. Absolutely. I mean, it's a travesty. That thing is number one. <laughs> he's he's useless. He's useless. You know what? I've, I thought people were probably being a bit harsh on Joe Hart when we signed him. And then he played his first game for us and continued to play every other game. <laughs> After that, and nothing of <laughs> of my my opinion just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse of this guy. It is ter- I mean, Burnley's reserve goalkeeper Pope is a better goalkeeper than than Joe Hart. He's useless. <laughs> He's rubbish. At the moment, we'd be better playing Mark Noble in goal because he hasn't got any legs. So we might as well 
Just just bang him in between <laughs> the sticks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> atrocious. Oh, atrocious. Once again, tactically naive. I'm still, after three years of Bilich in charge, I still don't know what formation he plays. I have no idea what he tells the players because like, like Sean said, they were all over the place. Defensively, is just a nightmare at the moment. And then, oh, it's okay because they got good attacking players. Where are these good attacking players? I haven't seen them all season. They haven't turned <laughs> up. Ayu is the only decent attacking player we've had all season. And that is saying shed loads. Absolutely <laughs> shed loads. <laughs> oh, boy. And Bilic, okay. Bilic, this Kuda, I hope you're ready for the sound effect, fella. Because <laughs> Bilic, this L belongs to you. It's probably your last one. Maybe anyway, if the papers are, uh, are to be believed. Oh but we'll talk about that in a sec. Oh boy, here we go. Epic fail. You are one pathetic loser. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and from one pathetic loser to another. So Billich's p- position is under review. And if uh, all the sources are led to believe, and he, I mean, we don't know what sort of sources these are at the moment. These could be your Heinz tomato <laughs> ketchup. You know what I mean? At the moment. But, but we're not sure. But David Moyes. David Moyes. <laughs> David Moyes' favourite to take over oh. the management position. Let me, just, let me just run this by you. David Moyes, last 85 games in management. Played 85, won 20, drawn 22, wow. lost 43. Win rate of wow. 24%. The, the teams have scored 79 goals, conceded 123. Wow. Now, what on <laughs> earth are you looking at there to go, I know what will get us out of a relegation struggle, David Moyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that is not going to help us in the slightest, in the slightest. I mean, I don't well, was understand Moyes, that. Was it Moyes that got relegated with Sunderland? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he didn't stay because he's too yeah. big for it. Yes. But Benitez stayed. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that type of Moyes. That is the one that we're putting all our eggs. And and there's only one reason. There is only one logical reason why we would appoint David Moyes as our manager. And that is money, money, money. Because he'd come for nothing. <laughs> That's why. That's the only mm. reason why we would get him because the board are cheap. Let's face it. Oh boy, they have not produced what they said they were going to produce. Let's take it back yeah. to a, a David Sullivan tweet in 2015, where he said, "There will be the Champions League anthem at the London Stadium in 2019." Now, unless Chelsea, now unless Chelsea move in <laughs> to the London Stadium before then, I don't think that's possibly likely. Mate. That is a travesty. Like a championship, mate. Jeez. <laughs> the championship. Oh, <laughs> 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 anyway, that's my rant. As, as a neutral watching this, as a neutral watching this, I thought, yeah, it was quite entertaining. Oh. I've only got two two gripes on this, and they're very stupid. First of all, first is Klopp. I'm sorry, I know everyone loves this guy. Whatever, you know, I don't like Klopp. These <laughs> stupid celebrations on the side get on my nerves. That thing he was doing. Pumping it, pumping. The, I don't know what he was doing. It was that like was he was. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's just overly animated. It's just it's so over the top. You're playing against West Ham, one of the worst teams in the league. Stop it. Relax. <laughs> he's doing. He's acting like what's his name, Conte. Them two guys there. I got beef with them two guys this year. 
<laughs> so he started this year. I've had enough of the antics on the on the side. They're just over the top. Do you know what I mean? They don't buy it. I absolutely don't they buy pumping it. Pumping up their teams, but mate. Pumping up their teams. Nah, man. Rick nonsense. Rick nonsense. Rick you know what I mean? Man could do with a bit of that. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. You know, I'd, I'd rather have res- just results, mate. Do you know what I mean? Well, they get the results, <laughs> eh? Running around like a headless chicken. Well, against West Ham. Come on. Freaking uh, West Ham. I thought you guys needed to get Lanzini on the ball more often. Like, what your players were doing, just leaving Mark Noble out. <laughs> one of the times that guy had the ball and, and as I said, players are running away from him. Yep. No, it reminds me of Crystal Palace. You know what I mean, you get the ball in midfield and all the players... Fresh just, pair like, of No, heels, I don't want it. I don't see. want it. Yeah, don't yep, give it to me. I don't want it. Exactly. Are you? I thought it was sort of half decent. Again, Obiang, not too bad, actually. But Hernandez, oh my <laughs> God. Uh, uh, if that's not his worst performance for his time, he must have had some that's, absolute that, howlers. You know what? That's, that, that, that's not even his worst performance for West Ham. That's not even his worst oh, performance for my West Ham. days. Did he get sent off in that other game? <laughs> <laughs> he was trash. <laughs> absolute trash. And the worst thing, even his positioning. He kept coming deep to try and get the ball in midfield because obviously no one was passing it to him or whatever it was. But he just kept losing it. The pass, the the choice in passing was pathetic, but it was funny. In that, in that second half, there was a little bit of an opening for West Ham to come back into that game. This is why, you know, the likes of Klopp shouldn't be celebrating like they're some top quality team. Because <laughs> even in this game, you know, what I mean, he could have gone horribly wrong. You know, what I mean, that second half when they when they came, when they came back, if it wasn't for West Ham's uh, squandering of chances. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my only piece on that. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> well. <laughs> There's, there's, a, there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel there for West Ham somewhere in there, Kudo. I, f- I think maybe. Where? I don't know. Well, you, you, you're above you, Crystal you Palace. You said a couple of weeks. <laughs> nah, I said, I'll tell you what. You said a couple of weeks ago, Crystal Palace are the worst team in the league. I don't see anyone worse than them. Well, West Ham just said, hold my drink because here they come. <laughs> here they come. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. Pop to your bubbles. And that, and that's it. Yeah, and that's 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 a good that's a good um segue into the, the Crystal Palace match against against Tottenham because I do actually revise that because after watching this weekend anyway, <laughs> I would put you guys worse than us 100%. in terms of performance and all that kind of stuff because you know the way we played uh, Crystal Palace played in this in this Tottenham match was you know, I mean I thought it was a very good performance obviously you know it's it, it goes it goes without saying that you know Townsend and Zaha are not strikers. The plus point is we've always got an out ball. You know, I mean, when we had, didn't have the ball, we always had them guys as an option, you know, to run in behind Tottenham. And, you know, they were very, very nervous. But problem is, you know, they're not finishers because Zaha missed an open goal. You know what I mean, from a, that Davison Sanchez, who oh. another player I'm not very convinced by because he, he could have cost them two goals in that game. He gave the ball away to straight away to um, Townsend, who slipped Zaha through, straight through and going around the keeper. Then he done like that sliding shot. I was like, ah, oh, just, just lob, man. <laughs> Why you done the slide? I hate that. You know, because you got no control when you when you shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're sliding basically. Nah, it was, it was dead. It was absolutely dead. But to put it this way, this is how the you know what I mean to sum up the game. They gave man of the match to the Tottenham goalkeeper. <laughs> that should tell you what kind of game it was. Well, Palace I mean? Palace had more shots on target than Tottenham in the whole game. Anyway, Palace had three. Yeah. Tottenham had two. So that, that keeper yeah. was outstanding, and they were good saves, and they were like the one from Scott Dan, oh. and and oh man, you know what I mean the way you see, the way you went down so quickly, you know what I mean to get down that low, you know with loads of players in the way as well. 
Brilliant. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely and you know brilliant. What? See that keeper? You know what frustrates me the most? Is that that's their third choice keeper. And we got two joke men over at Liverpool. first and second and then rubbish compared to their third choice keeper I will say it again third (laughs) choice oh mate but you know coming out of this match I would say obviously the result is a disappointment but performance was good encouraging but I'm getting sick and tired of saying that because you know I mean how many games am I just waffling the same thing oh yeah we should have got more we should have got more like a broken record <laughs> I mean but you know at least the the, the also got the results uh, a lot better and we've got you know sort of mid-table teams coming up you know around about five games that are quote-unquote winnable but the, if you could I've put only, consecutive only... wins together it's you know that's yeah, that works wonders for teams down there Exactly. The only there's only two p- people I had a problem with this match, and surprisingly, it's not even Joe Ward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he was actually all right. <laughs> he was actually all right. But Jeffrey Schlopp, oh my god, <laughs> useless. <laughs> this guy is useless. Oh, when I say, there's one, there's one piece of play where he's, he's, <laughs> we're in his own, he's in his own half. He's got the ball and he's got Sissoko pressing him. And he's got Kabai to his right. Instead of just slipping the ball to the right, he's thinking, hmm, how do I, if I slip it, maybe I'll lose the ball. But then Kabai is blocking his, his run to, to run past him. So he can't do that. The guy just stood there with the ball. He didn't know what to do. He's just there going back and forth, back and forth. No idea. Lost the ball, almost conceded a goal because of it. And every time he got the ball, Rubbish, <laughs> absolute <laughs> rubbish. You never produce anything. Not one good oh, cross. Boy. Not one decent pass. The only completed passes he had were backwards or sideways, and the sideways ain't even that many. Might have been two. He was utterly useless. And the second player I had a problem with, again, it will come as a surprise, was Loftus Cheek. Oh, I'm sorry, bruv. You're not. You, this is not Chelsea. Mm. You. This guy is lazy. Oh my <laughs> days. Do never play him as a right mid because he's too lazy. The amount of room that Danny Rose had in that match, he had the freedom of, freedom of the of pitch. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and you just see him strolling back like we were 5-0 up or something. Oh, my days. On the ball, fantastic. But off the ball, you are absolutely clueless and and, and, and lazy, mate. <laughs> Stop it. Play him, play him up front or second strike or something where he's not going to cause us too much problems. You know, you play him right mid, that whole left, that whole, you know, left side is just loose. But yeah, those are my two problems there. Two two gripes. Su- surprising. Yeah, exactly. And surprisingly, I still got no problems with uh, Mr. Boy. Mr. Hodgson. That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I still got no problems with him. I've got no criticisms for Mr. Hodgson. So, so far, so good. Even though you're losing games, you, I'm still no, still he, giving you a black because the team has actually yeah, improved. I was about to say, the only downfall for him, for Hodgson, not him as a manager but him for the team is that he ain't got an out and out striker if he had an out and out striker I think some of these ones that have gone against you where you should have got something out of them that's where it would change so if you Mate, don't get Penteke back on... or what's the other one Connor Wickham yeah, he has to go out and get a striker yep. in January because he, did definitely, he definitely needs to get a striker and, and I love the fact that Speroni is the, is the yeah. keeper now because Wayne Hennessy is absolutely useless. And every time Speroni has, has, has played, we haven't conceded, you know, five, four goals. <laughs> <laughs> the, the usual that you get with, with Wayne Hennessy, you know, absolutely useless. So he's playing Speroni. He's basically a club legend. He's been there since the days of 
administration and championship <laughs> and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I've been grinding with Spironi for years. <laughs> but um, yeah, because the, the, yeah, the, the striker situation is, is definitely, definitely a problem because, you know, you brought on Bakary Sacco, useless, oh. another useless striker. I don't even know how this guy's a footballer because I was looking at him, I was thinking, ah, you don't quite have the touch to even be a striker or a midfielder. <laughs> You mean a defender? <laughs> you know what I mean? You are not, you know what I mean? He's got a technique of a keeper. Guys, absolute rubbish. I don't know. Now, where did I get this guy from? I often wonder with his players, where did you where find did this player? The last time he scored about 20, was it 2015 or something like that? Mate. Oh, 1999, boy. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> last century. Guys, ridiculous. Nah, wow. he's rubbish. He's absolutely rubbish. But yeah, like you said, we definitely need a striker to put. Because we're creating a lot of chances. I mean, Mamadou Sako. Oh my God, this guy! I, I, I still to this, I don't know why Liverpool sold him. He was fantastic today. He was a ten out of ten. He was a ten out of ten performance today. He was, nah, nah. He was, he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant today. Him and Zaha, the key players. Yeah, he was immense. Vital, vital for your survival yeah, hopes as well. No, definitely. no doubt. Definitely. Um, and they well, will be gone if we get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the other action? This oh, Huddersfield, Van Lapara. They say so. Beauty, an absolute exquisite finesse shot from outside the box to win it for Huddersfield. Huddersfield marching on as well. One of those teams I'm looking at with a bit of jealousy as as a West Ham fan at the moment. <laughs> Adapted to the Premier League quite well, but I mean, yep. it's the first season. It's always the second season that hits you. Trust me, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was all that was mentionable about that game. To be honest with you, uh, yeah, the other games, they were one nils, aren't they? Yeah, all apart from one nilers. I mean, one Everton, one team that does one. have their keeper to thank. I mean, keeping on the theme with keepers today. Well, I've, I mentioned him before was Nick Pope, who's standing in for Tom Heaton at the moment. Uh, in between the Burnley sticks. And Tom Heaton was my my pick last season for Keeper of the Year. So, I mean, Nick Pope, I mean, Tom Heaton's injured at the moment. Nick Pope, he made nine saves yesterday. And the, the, these are not outside of the box sort of easy saves. These are up close and personal, real hard saves. And then Burn, <laughs> um, and Burnley picked off the win in 92nd minute. So, I mean, you got to love football for that. Claret and Blue as well. I should, should switch allegiances. <laughs> I like I like Sean Dyche as well. What, what do you reckon? You reckon can you, you see yeah. him being the Everton manager? Who Sean Dyche? Yeah. Would you Would you leave yeah. Burnley to go to Everton? You see, I I think I've seen this tale too many times. You know that this yeah. is my problem with people like Sean Dyche. You know he's done extremely well at Burnley, but you know. But then again, you know he's got to give him the opportunity to see what he can do, yeah. but. I always find managers like that, man. Is, is Once he, they go he, to a bigger club, yeah, is he at the right club a, for, for him? Exactly. You know, you know what I mean. And then he gets a certain type of player, and a certain type of football is required. You know, certain managers they like these underdog teams, as you call it. You know, that's where they thrive. Mm. You know, that's where they thrive. And you know, the, the moment they're a sort of bigger club, you know, i.e., you know, Hodgson. You know, you look at him at Crystal Palace right now. He's improved the team. You know, I mean, the team's playing a lot better. I mean, they're not. You know, obviously the results ain't great, but you know, you're seeing like, okay, this is his level. You know, moving to a bigger club, as we've seen, disaster. So you never know. I think there's a 50-50 with that one. Jury's a bit out there. 
It would definitely be a, a step up in club for him, though, and a step mm. up in uh, in wages, I would imagine. Obviously, personnel you know, to bring it, in for Everton. <laughs> Who knows? Speak, speak, speaking of uh, goalkeepers, as you did just, just, just earlier here. Now, I didn't watch this game, this Everton-Watford match, but they did mention that Watford were two new up. Yep. And Gomez got injured. And this keeper, Canesis, whatever his name is, came on. And they conceded three goals to lose the game. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. I mean, if we saw that match, I mean, that might have been a little bit. It might have just exactly. Been. I think I think he's he's got Sky to thank for that. That they weren't showing this match. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that fact. Because you can't you can't come from off the bench <laughs> in the 59th minute to concede three goals when <laughs> you came on a clean sheet. Nah. You're taking wow. liberties, mate. You're taking liberties. What confidence they must have in him knowing that Gomez is injured and he's the one that's standing in now, boy. Oof. Nah. Do you know what, yeah? I, I ain't seen it, yeah? But, yeah, nah, I've at least got to give him this one. You having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? <laughs> I don't care if the three worldies, because I'm sorry, but, you know what I mean? He was nil-nil when you came on, mate. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Aldi, but, I mean, yeah. there is nothing to mention in all the other games, I would I would say, unless anyone's the got un- anything the in particular. The only thing I would have to say is the Newcastle-Bournemouth game is, I think, Newcastle, they got robbed. I think, I don't see ah, how... Yes, 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 go. it's coming back to yeah, me. I don't know how that didn't stand. They got that horribly wrong there. Oh, the one where he... Um, uh, who was it? Uh, Richie. Yeah. R- Richie smashes a shot, hits the post, and Dwight Gale follows it up, but it's ruled yeah. off. And he wasn't outside. Upset. No way. That was in like the first 10 minutes. They peppered the goal for the first 10 minutes with some <laughs> long shots as well. Matt Richie, I think, had a couple of them as well. It was a proper little uh, snatch and grab. Callum, uh, game of two halves. Game of two halves, as they yeah. say. But look at that. Because Bournemouth come out in the second half. Yeah, but then look when they scored. That's like some real smash and grab. That's like um, your heart just sunk at the bottom of a ship or something, bruv. 92nd minute. <laughs> and what's his name? Steve Cook's come on. Well, not come on, but he's headed home the corner. I mean, come on. Come on. I would be so heartbroken if that was my team. But it's not so. You know what? Don't it's, care. It's bad. It's, it's bad for me and Kuda because you know it's Bournemouth yeah. and it's got three points. Yeah. For Bournemouth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what? This guy, um, Eddie Howe, he definitely needs to take over Arsenal because he's a baby, baby Arsene finger by the looks of it. Because <laughs> just when he, his team looks dead and buried, he just managed to get these jammy little wins. <laughs> you know what I mean? To get him out of the, the you know what I mean? The, the relegation, the relegation fight. You watch, they won't even be in a relegation fight. They'll, they'll just, they'll lose, lose, lose. They'll then, oh, yeah, let's flirt just get with this. it. They'll flirt with the yeah, relegation battle. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. He definitely, he definitely. I think, I think they were right to put him. He is the new Arsene Wenger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think, I think that's pretty much it. Well, Do we have predictions? I know it's an international week. No. Yes. No predictions. No predictions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was Sean hasn't got it up on the screen, basically. That's how there's no predictions. <laughs> that is probably a good thing, mate, because I did put, um, Brighton to lose 3-0 well, and they think, went and won again. I think my one's, my one's <laughs> all right. I'm telling you, you might have won some money if you followed my ones last week. Don't, <laughs> don't quote me though. That is, exactly. Listen, but, um, I'll put yeah. it up on my screen. If you want to do predictions, we can do predictions, mate. 
No, 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 it's all right. <laughs> I thought it was international. I thought we'll leave the people and let them enjoy the international football. Exactly. No, no, it's all good. We'll leave that and uh, we'll catch them again. Well, we'll catch them again um, next week and it's going to be the a couple of weeks. After. Yeah. But, yeah. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, as we always say, make sure you subscribe. Yes, SoundCloud, sir. iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening on. Leave a comment as well. Catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod, Instagram, E2E Football Pod, Facebook, N2N Football Podcast, YouTube, N2N Football Podcast. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Later. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>